0: Hey there, boys and Goals. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. Before we begin, let's grab a mirror and say Candyman five times. I can, can you still say Candyman five times in a mirror? I'm not
1: do, No, I'm not. Do, I'm not doing
0: that. I'm not doing it either. You've already
1: said it twice, so like this review is gonna. Be I don't really, have a mirror really though, short. unless I see the re- my reflection in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's if that, right. The mirror I, is critical. I don't important. know if that counts.
0: I pray it does. It. Uh, you'll never guess what we're talking about this week, you, you guys. Never guess. <laughs> Finally, it came out. Uh, Nia Dacosta's Candyman. Yeah uh i mean just right off the rip like go great movie But yeah. like you know it got it got kind of uh punished by covid like a lot of movies did a lot of movies today from paramount got announced that they were getting pushed back jackass got pushed back did I, you that, see that that, that made me real sad that, so
1: the weird thing is for the first time in a long time we saw a current movie in the theater
0: it was a long time we got our amc pat we, yeah. we, we did a little spit shine on the amc <laughs> pass
1: and the the tr I, I always get sad when something i just saw a trailer for in a theater gets pushed that's the worst right because that happened during invisible man every trailer i saw during invisible man got pushed and uh and i that's I the hope worst.
0: they keep but james bond like the new james bond oh my bond. god like i pray like please just keep I mean, it i will
1: just put on three hazmat suits and just go just tell me where <laughs> throw <laughs> throw one of those old
0: school like uh drive-in speakers into the suit
1: totally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be amazing that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool um where should we even begin with the review?
1: Like we, first impressions. So let's let's give a little background of where we're coming at this okay. from. Okay. So first of all, I've seen the original and both sequels. I've seen the original a couple times. I've there's seen, two sequels. I've, yeah, I've seen each sequel only one. I know there's
0: farewell. To, what's the second? Farewell what? to
1: the Flesh. I don't remember what the subtitles for them. Are. Okay, but, but there's it, there multiple. It's like. Um, it's sort of like sneaky, like the Reanimator series. Right? Okay, I only, where there's more than you. Think I only
0: knew the second one was for a Little flesh because I
1: saw it. And I was like, "That's a cool title."
0: <laughs> it is a very cool title. <laughs> it's actually. an awesome title. <laughs>
1: but um, so you haven't seen any of that stuff. You're coming to this new. So th- I, that's why I want to get to your impression first. But the other thing is, there's obviously a ton of stuff in this movie that has things to do with race and gentrification and all that stuff. And I'm not going to deal with a lot of that because you're going to see and read and hear amazing stuff on that from way more qualified people than me the, this movie to me is an amazing film but it's an amazing film i the thing that i'm most excited about about this film is that i think it's going to age in a way that's going to take almost everybody except possibly the filmmakers by a surprise this movie is going to age we so should say well we
0: should say what did your tweet who
1: did, who retweeted your tweet length oh, review. That's right, the OG Tony Todd. That
0: was cool. I was sitting there working on a computer and said Tony Todd retweeting. I was like, "What? Okay." First of all, because I don't ever tweet like you do right. most of the tweeting. Like I go on there and I like stuff. And then I saw Tony Todd. and I was like, "Oh,
1: yeah, that, no way." Which thank you, by the way, that's amazing. And and he is incredible, right? So, um, but but anyway, I just wanted to say like, and there's gonna be spoilers. So that's the background of this review, right? So mm. I just love the movie. I can dive into why I love the movie, but as someone who has no frame of reference from Candyman except for that you're a horror fan who knows of have soaked up the Candyman ethos over the years. Mm -hmm. What did you think of this movie?
0: Dude it was really good. (laughs) Like like even like with the opening like credits were going and it was like upside down and flipped like you know skyscrapers in Chicago with all the fog. I was like, oh
1: wasn't it an amazing visual, like unforgettable
0: visual, dude? It, not only was it unforgettable, but like it made me want to do like a headstand in the theater. I was like, how should I, <laughs> should I view this another, another way? Like it was just so. It was just it's a cool way to open a movie. Like everything, totally. like I don't just 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 like it, it felt kind of massive, right? And they also with. uh why were the opening credits, like, flipped? Like, the monkey paw the other thing? Is there a reason behind that? Yeah, or... so... Because I, I saw people a... say, start The Last Jedi did it, too, and I don't... What is I think there's a that? lot of
1: meaning in what was happening here, in terms of what's flipped upside down, left, right, what's Split in half, like I told you when we were watching. It, yeah. There were some scenes that were just divided in the middle by a line, and it was really subtle. But the screen was literally cut in half, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then the lettering itself is those abstract shapes, like all that shit. But I'm gonna get to that. I just, I what I want to know is, I want to know, if, like, as someone, did you feel left out from the Candyman? No, East or or did, did you were were you sitting there regretting, mm-hmm. like, oh, I should have watched so the other one. The
0: only so the only thing was, I I know of like the lady from the first one. Mm-hmm. I know, and well, I, who's amazing. Yeah. I only, I only know of stuff like, uh, uh, scenes of her and then like scenes of like Tony Todd, like, like with like the bees in his chest mm-hmm. and him like talking, you know, mm-hmm. real smooth to the lady. Um, that's all I really knew.
1: You're talking real smooth to the lady. Yeah, He's
0: got that voice. He's got that voice, dude. Like, <laughs> no, it, I know
1: <laughs> that's like my, that would be my favorite one line review of Katie, man, and letterbox. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> real smooth. Um,
0: but the movie did a really good job of, like, filling in the cracks of, like, it letting you... so you didn't feel that. Like, yeah, no, I did. What did you
1: think of the puppetry?
0: That was, like, one of my favorite parts. Let's talk about I it. I love... Because that's the thing, because when they released that trailer, I was like, oh, that's a really cool, like, way to, like, tell the, the Candyman story and all that jazz. And then when they kept using it in the movie, I was... First of all, I thought it was artsy, which, uh-da-da, <laughs> there's a lot of high art, <laughs> art exactly. uh, in, in the movie. Um, I thought it was cool. Um... It just, it looked amazing.
1: And it caught you up. Because I think I mean you got most of the story you needed from yeah, and
0: it's a cool it's a cool way to like give exposition without like the characters like having right. a conversation at a coffee shop and being like and can you believe that they she then took the baby and walked right into the fire like they were able to tell it to you like actual storytellers yeah. instead of like doing a cheap way of characters just spilling it out no
1: and the actual visuals are pretty like scary they're they're good they're really well done I think the the the, the one visual of him with the hollowed out ribcage yeah was just such an amazing look and then and then the eyes of the puppets were really creepy which was cool if there hadn't been a Baba babadook i think it would have been mind-blowing it reminded me so much of babadook it
0: did have a, a babadook kind of kind of vibe to it um but like other than that like not seeing because i i actually i was telling alex i really want to watch i've been selling it to her as a horror romance <laughs> so sh- it is, it is? It okay absolutely. okay okay i didn't know i knew th- i knew that there and was the ending
1: is not gonna do you any well, favors but well there was also i was re,
0: i was looking at what like the the movie subreddit was saying about it and one guy was like he uh, was hoping that they would have used the line be my victim mm-hmm. and which i guess is a line in the, in the first one and i was like first of all that's a cool fucking mm-hmm. like like that sounds like <laughs> totally. the name of like an awesome heavy metal like black metal songs <laughs> sure, like <totally. laughs> and i was like alex isn't that a cool line we should watch the original was a horror romance. <laughs> um, but like I, I didn't need the original to enjoy this one, Good. and I enjoyed this one a lot.
1: And you found it scary because you, you're not trying <gasps> so not here's to say it five times. Here's the thing:
0: in the movie theater, watching it, yes. like I didn't really, I didn't really jump or feel frightened. Like I don't think I got. It wasn't
1: like hereditary scare level.
0: No, it wasn't like that. It was different. Okay, and, and in a very awesome way, where so, the the scenes they were cool. They, um I, so like I didn't I didn't jump. But, like, they weren't not scary. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. like, you can appreciate that, like, what's going on is actual, like, horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did scare me is we saw it Thursday night because I goofed on getting our tickets. and I thought it was Friday. And then the AMC passes like, you coming? And I was like, it's Thursday. And we are like, <laughs> fuck it. Let's go. Yeah, right. totally. um, so then the next day, Alex wanted to take Jenny to see Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And they wanted, they wanted to check out the Americana movie theater because that's not an AMC one. So they went to like a t- and since Suicide Squad's been out for a little while, there's like two showings a day and they went to the 1030 showing and I was like, oh, cool. I'll just like, you know, play some guitar, like relax, yeah. you know, have some tincture, you know, really, you know, I can Look just, the rear. no, that's <laughs> what, no, that's the problem right. is it's like one thirty, uh, their movie had like about 10 minutes left and I was like. I wanted to clean up the kitchen because it was kind of bothering me. I was like, "All yeah. right, I got to go in there and just spruce up the place." You know, I, I hate waking up in the morning; the kitchen's a mess when you go to get some coffee. It was in the morning. It was one thirty. Well, the <laughs> the actual <laughs> yes, <I know>. human, <laughs> human morning. morning to me is nine right. thirty, but,
1: but it was late, which is why the scary part is going to be so. And boring. I was home
0: alone. Right. And I'm a big pussy, right. so uh, I was, uh, and where our sink is in the kitchen, these like, like you know, three big windows, and it was just pure reflection. And I was looking at it, and then I thought about like how they scared you in Candyman, i was like what if like like i saw like you know like a tan coat shoulder mm-hmm. like peeking out the corner and like i i swear to god like i felt like this adrenaline run up my back mm-hmm. and i was like what has happened like why am i freaking myself out right. like why am i scaring myself out i was like first of all it put it it put the scares in Candyman in context for me a lot more right. and i was because when i was washing the dishes i was like trying to see like what it's my field of view in this reflection. Right, like, if right. if there really was the Candyman behind me, right. like I I have for, I have like no vision. Like right. I, I he's just gonna I'm dead. Right. I'm fucked. Right. And so then uh, I remember I, I <laughs> I'll probably never forget feeling this. Like this is why I, really, I love this movie. I'll never forget this
1: feeling. That's why. Why did you? Think
0: I that? I remember I was I was drying off one of the bowls and I went to put it underneath you know the cabinets and I remember I told myself for some reason I was like you're home alone. Would you go into the bathroom and say Candyman five times in the mirror, or right
1: there in the windows while you're standing there at one thirty in the morning, looking out at the trees and the night? And I
0: told, and, and I thought about it. I was right. like, "Could you, honest to God, right. go there, say Candyman five times?" And I was like, "I can't fucking do it. Right? Like, I can't do it. Right. Like, I like, like, and I know that, like, I'm probably right. like, I know there's like, a, you know, ninety-nine point not you. You never know, like, an alien come right. to, uh, I'll be fine. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to fucking do it.
1: Right." And the amazing thing is, and a lot of horror fan souls are about to die right now. the the This most recent candidate's a better movie. It's not scarier, but it is less flawed because the first movie is flawed, and this one is is got flaws, but not as many. So it's not as scary as the first one. So if you had no chance of saying it after this one, if you had seen the first one, like in the day, right, yeah. like just in the theater or without like spoilers. You would have never said it ever in well, your whole life. I, well, even
0: growing up, we right. knew of the movie right. and the whole thing of saying Candyman five times, sure, and I've never done it. Right. I've never done that. I did see one person though. There was a comment that was like, get two mirrors and Candy say Candyman in one of them, say Bloody mirror in the other, <laughs> and just squish them together. And the comment below it said, "Now Keith." <laughs> that was, I don't know, that was, awesome. was that was pretty funny. I, I I watched that movie. Um, I forget where I was gonna go. So it was
1: terrifying. That. Yeah, it, it, but it scared you enough. And it sat with you a little. It, and and I will I will say like the most
0: recent um, thing that I've been that's been like popping up my head is that shot of I forget the name of that Candyman the one in the beginning of the movie of oh, him, Sherman right. of Sherman yeah. coming out of that wall, yeah. smiling like that to me is a, is still slowly burning and it's way into yeah, my brain. Yeah. Like
1: See, that's a good way to describe it.
0: Like when I saw it, I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's creepy. But then I think about just how slow he was moving. I was like, right. why
1: was that slow? <laughs> like, right. There were scares in this movie that were like, you remember in the old cartoons when they had like a line of gunpowder and they lit it. Oh like, <laughs> yeah. That's how, yeah. That's, that's exactly a, how it feels. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a fizzy, like, getting bigger, a little more annoying. Like, why am I freaking myself out? And then all of a sudden, it hits you. Like, that's right. Exactly. It,
0: and I will say this. It's weird. Because the last episode, we were talking about Philip Glass and the Chronos Quartet doing mm-hmm. Dracula. And when I went to go pick you up, I was like, oh, it'd be fun to put on the original Candyman soundtrack while we drive to the theater. Because I'm a big nerd. I like to, like, set the vibe and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it'd be fun to put on the Candyman soundtrack. And I put it on. And I had no idea it was Philip Glass. Right. I'm on this big random Philip Glass kick. Yeah, that was a weird coincidence. Yeah, actually. it was.
1: It was. It was. It was. It was strange. I, I so Nita Kostin nailed this. It is. It is an. I think it's. I think it's an incredible movie. But the the crazy thing to me is that I feel like it's going to amplify out over time in different horror channels, right? Like a lot of people forget that Candyman was. You know, there there were like when Fangoria would do polls back in the day or whatever. Candyman would be like the thirteenth most popular slasher. It was considered like a slasher mostly, right? Mm-hmm. And and there are channels of horror that this is going to go down. There are other there are things this movie did with individuality versus collective action that I think are going to amplify out on top of all the amazing stuff it's doing for black horror and gentrification, all those messages. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think all of that's incredible. The the thing that was blowing my mind about it though, was, you know, the performances are great. The, the real, so this is going to be spoilerific, but the real like thing for me, it really clicked in and became like almost masterpiece level at the end where the thing happened. I didn't expect Spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, when they go to the laundromat, so first of all, I told you like the reflective surfaces of the laundromat and the fact that a laundromat is the pl- the one place that you just absolutely can't go and feel successful <laughs> ever, mm-hmm. right? So like because that really plays to the theme of the movie and the fact that I never caught until the very end that a laundromat is like. A thousand dirty mirrors, right? <laughs> like, oh, it was a hall of horrifying warped mirrors all of a sudden, and and that just snuck up on you. Like, it was so masterful, and Nia did that, right? Like, you, I didn't notice what the what the background of that was, and you're always looking in the background in a Candyman movie. Like, what's mm-hmm. he looming out of? For some reason, I never did it during any of the laundromat scenes until the very end, and then I was like, oh my god, I missed this the whole time. But, but the incredible thing to me is you have this... Candyman looked... When he was transforming into Candyman, he looked so beaten and so destroyed right before he became Candyman. Remember when the Lord Rat guy is like creating this monster, right? And it made me realize that, you know, to horror fans... Frankenstein can be beautiful, like Frankenstein's monster. When you see it in the right poster or the right print or, you know, the right screen grab, it could be beautiful because it's an icon to us. Right. But to the guy who made Frankenstein, Frankenstein is the name brand great value meme. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Right. Like he's just an assemblage of parts that didn't work out on a table. He's a rough draft. (laughs) Right. So he's a massive disappointment to the to the creator. And there was so much like interesting anxiety about the creator and the monster, and but by th- by the time Candyman was getting created in the in the body of Anthony, he looked re- when he was inserting the hook, and like he just looked so. And I realized that the process of becoming a monster is horrifying. And some horror movies, like Ghost Story, like are really good at showing you how what the price that gets paid when you become Frankenstein is the the one. But you know, when you look back at the old Wolfman movies, like the anguish that's on Lon Chaney's face, that's the real heart of the movie. It's not we love the silver cane, handle cane, mm-hmm. and the, you know the poem and the fog or whatever. But the heart of that movie is this is this sucks that it's happening to you. <laughs> yeah, it sucks for the people around you. It sucks to you, like whatever. And Candyman was getting created and he looked so devastated and destroyed. And then all of a sudden, because it had to be because they needed it, not (laughs) he rises and he's just this force all of a sudden. Right. And it's the swarm and that whole kind of sequence and how that played out and how incredibly they they thought through what that meant was just mind boggling to me because He is a hot mess (laughs) as he becomes Candyman. But then once he's the swarm, I mean, it's an incredible visual. And then the big reveal is also an incredible thing, right? But just real quick, the the fact that they had that swarm, counter-swarm kind of thing, you know, it was blowing my mind that they were showing ants devouring a bee at the beginning. Because police are the villains of this yeah. kind of whole structure, one of the villains, right? And it's when you see the ants and the bee, I realized, holy shit, like, what is my what is my conception of, like, bees, right? I think of bees as they're scary, but only defensively. If you invade their hive or screw with them, you know, right. they attack, but they're not really to be feared unless you provoke it. Like, they they have to be provoked, right? And the bees... Make honey, which is the foundational food of life. I mean, it's the, our main protein source for humanity for like thousands of years, right? So like, you have this incredible. That's what bees are. Ants, they basically, wh- like the relationship of ants to candy. Like, what's going to happen if you drop depends, candy? It depends
0: on who you ask. R- okay. If you ask an ant eater.
1: <laughs> they're like, they're like, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. ants are delicious, right. <laughs> but like the ant swarm is more militaristic. It's more coming after you to take things. Like my experience of ants is they, well, I'm at a picnic and they just take the things that I want, right? So yeah. so the fact that there are the aggressors and the bees are the, the defenders, right? And you have this, the, the here comes the swarm thing happens in this movie, and that's when, I don't know if, like, that first Sherman scene.
0: Dude, talk about swarm, Right,
1: but if you think about, if you took the camera above, and she did, that's what I'm saying is she's a fucking genius. You take the camera above, and you look at a swarm of police going through channels, what does it look like?
0: bunch of damn ants.
1: Right. So, like, and what is Candyman? Candyman, what's he afraid of? What's Candy afraid of? Being eaten. What do <laughs> ants do to Candy? Right? So, like, what I'm telling you is there's this ant bee dynamic That was, and and that's what I was saying is there's a art creator, like, or the painting is good or bad, Mm right? There's the, are you an individual or or are you in a collective, right? All of the artists in this movie are trying to be super individual. That's the point is you don't become an artist to like, whatever you become an artist because you have this vision and you do crazy shit and you're like, whatever, right? So they were all like, well, I have this crazy vision, but they all ended up in the same kind of art galleries with the same kind of representatives on the same kind of streets, Right? <laughs> right. So there, there's this split between nothing is what it seems to be in this movie and Candyman isn't what he seems to himself in this movie. And it just played through the whole film. But at the end, when they really pulled it off and they had like f- the Frankenstein Candyman monster and then all of a sudden he rises with this force of. But it has to be because he's needed because it's necessary. Right. I'm like, this is what only really great horror movies do, <laughs> right? This is, this is why when, when father, uh, Marin, or I forget which name right now, because I'm so excited about the movie. When, <laughs> when, the, when he throws himself out the window in the exorcist and tumbles down the stairs, he, that wasn't his plan for the day, <laughs> right? He did it because there was only one solve left. You have gotten down to the very bottom, bottom of a situation and there's only one solve left and it's gonna slick all the way around. But every other option is worse. And Great Horror does that. And this movie fucking does that. So it's a great horror movie to me. Anyway, I, I was so excited about the movie, but I think it's gonna grow and grow over time. So it makes sense. Mm-mm.
0: That makes perfect sense. That made me enjoy the That elevated my feelings of the movie, dude. Like, I was just, I felt like I was at a TED talk. I was like, keep going. But, this you, is but great. remember,
1: like, if you have that level of thought through and craft, then you have it in the music, you have it in the cinematography, you have it in the writing, right? Like, I feel like you have it in the performances, and most importantly, well, even you have the, in the score.
0: Waxwork. I was watching, um, maybe it was Waxwork. Okay. Um, it was either them or some other horror people. I think it was them. Because I don't follow a lot of like record, right? Things right. and and they do like some sound, horror soundtracks, I believe. Um, The composer for the movie went to the location where they shot, yeah. um, and he got ambient sounds and he incorporated that uh, into it. Like the amount of care that went into the see, that went into the movie is like unreal. Like it made me want to buy the record, which I. I I don't want to be one of those people getting the final because, like, I got Spotify and it's, like, just, like, (laughs) it was fucking good, like, you know what I'm saying? But they did have the – there was two soundtracks I wanted to buy. They had Jackie Brown and then – God, there was one other one that I was like, shit – and then I was looking at the Criterion Collection. I saw the Ace in the whole cover, not to go too off, off, oh, off, yeah, off yeah. topic here, but the but even even the fact that like the composer went there and like yep. brought the environment into your ears, yep. I think it was was fascinating. Totally. Um, so obviously we love it. Yes. Was there anything you bumped on? Because I, yeah, <laughs> I saw one. I saw one scene in particular that a lot of people were. Well, what was it? But not the bathroom scene. They felt like they were saying it came out of nowhere. I don't agree with that because I thought the girl in the bathroom was the girl at the art exhibit where she saw, like, overheard. Yeah, yeah. So like, it wasn't like too far of a stretch for me. I didn't, I didn't necessarily bump on it. I actually, I actually liked the bathroom scene. I Kind scene. of
1: agree with that. I liked the scene in and of itself. It didn't feel as woven into the fabric of the movie as a lot it of. The felt, other stuff.
0: It felt. It did feel the most like distant, but I didn't think it was like a stretch where I was like, "Why are we?" No, in the bathroom? no.
1: Like, but the thing is, in terms of. <laughs> I mean, we, we can do it in terms of like it would be super annoying if there was a man eating tiger in this room right now, but and it would also be annoying if there was a fly. So there's like that. That's almost like a fly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like I it mildly, it felt it felt weirdly placed somehow on subconsciously while I was watching a movie, but I didn't care because the scene was really good. Um, there is there is a thing that's happening with these kind of movies. Right. So if you it's going to be weird if you if you took Halloween 2018 and you synced it with this movie like they do with Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard of Oz. Right. Mm -hmm. Depending on the timing, you might end up with scenes where there's two cops sitting in a car talking to each other with the exactly the same amount of dialogue for the exact amount of time shot the exact same way and then responding in the exact same way to the crisis, right? And then you're going to find another scene where there's, you know, people in a bathroom, and then the killer comes in the bathroom. Like, It's weird how often these things are happening now, and I feel like that's producers, <laughs> right? I don't know how much autonomy or how much compromise has comes when you make a movie at this level, with this level of backing and that budget and
0: People were wondering if there was um like some scenes that got cut. They felt like the fact that it hit right on the hour thirty mark felt like a right. studio thing. Right, right. Which and, I don't and, know. I just, yeah,
1: who I that's the thing is who knows? And 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 I didn't, none of it rose to the level of feeling like whatever as a matter of fact, I appreciated the movie was kind of short to the point because that's my memory of Candyman. My memory of Candy Candyman is that like when you think about the ending of the original kingdom Man*, which you haven't seen but when you see it in full it's it's like i was always telling you about that story dracula's guest the the lost little short start of the novel dracula which isn't in book dracula but like is a magnificent little short story just on its own right just a perfect 12 pages you don't need it doesn't need to be part of the book it doesn't need to be longer it's just like you know yeah and i feel like that's what kind of what happens here is even when the scenes are bad like badly placed, I guess, like the bathroom scene, it kind of works just on its own. And then I don't know. I my problem my main problem is if you if you let producers force you into similar kind of looking things, they they look the same. The mm-hmm. bathroom kill in 2018 Halloween and the bathroom kill in this one are paced almost exactly the same. Right, like it doesn't have to be that way. Think about the amazing bathroom scene in The Shining. You don't have to pace it that way. But right. Not only are they not only are they showing up in the same kind of way in horror movies, but they're starting to sound the same. Is that a genre thing? You, you think? I like, don't know. I feel like it's a producer <clears throat> thing. I feel like the producers are like, we need. You know what this movie needs? Like Candyman only ever had one person looking in a mirror saying Candyman. We need, like, a dozen. We need them in a row. We need them in a line. It feels like that. I don't know that it's that, but it feels like that. Gotcha. Or, you know, we need Michael, you know, he always kills people with knives. We need a non-knife kill. So, like, the two cops sitting in the car scene, remember, he pulls the guy out and steps on his face and crushes him with his foot or whatever. Right? I feel like... I don't know I'm just saying like for Michael's some reason boot goofing <laughs> it feels like a force somehow but I could be totally wrong but anyway, the only thing I bumped on was it feels a little safe right like the original man was jagged AF <laughs> right? like, way more flawed way more problematic all kinds of plot holes when you think about it um, it was massively transplanted I mean Clive Barker's story was set place set in Liverpool. <laughs> Right, as Candyman. There, none of the race things. It was. It wasn't the same, right? So, I wanted to. I'll mm-hmm. uh, hold, uh, hold yeah, on to that. No, no, no. no you've, you, you've but heard. that's the thing is, I ju- I just feel like the original Candyman, both both for the bad, because I feel like it. it there, there are bigger plot holes, bigger like you know, problematic things happening that shouldn't be happening, um, or conveyed the way they're conveyed. Uh, that happens in the movie, but it's also more. It felt more dangerous. Right. It felt like bootleg, (laughs) Felt more bootleg than this one does. This one feels really polished. And I think the polish is the only thing to me that was the detriment of it. Right. Like I would I would have loved for it to 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 take a however I say it is going to be wrong because it's not. Because that's what I mean is I think that it planted seeds that are going to grow out. I think there's more radical. We got to let us. got to let it right, grow right. a little. Exactly. It's, we, it, that's fair. So they're yeah, good.
0: The um, well, I just want to hit, hit on the things that I, bought. Yeah. But then I want to ask you about where Candyman came from because I guess the guy in the laundromat is reading the book where Candyman makes mm-hmm. his first appearance. And I want to. Do you know anything?
1: I mean, b- b- yes, but but also no, because no, the lore. So they really clean up the lore in this movie. Right. Like the, the the lore makes a lot more sense now than it did the way it was left from the first three. Right. OK. So that part is makes sense. But the point of this movie and the irony of remember nothing in the new Candyman is what it seems. It's it's literally like David Lynch. It's like a trick. It looks like a mainstream normal movie, but nothing in this movie is what it seems. That's why it starts upside down. That's what I was trying to tell you at the beginning. Nothing's what it seems. Right. So like the. It, all right. So if you take Candyman. Sorry, I'm not going to explain this right. Say, I'll figure it out. Look. Okay.
0: Well, the only things there's two things that I pumped on. Yes. One was the art dealer when he was trying to run. He said, "Must go faster." I was like, "Okay, that's a little." That was terrible. Like, it's,
1: that was terrible. That
0: was kind of stupid. The kill was cool. Kill was cool, but like that was yeah. kind of like, "Oh man, no, come that, on!" Yeah, like, that, was, yeah, yeah.
1: that I honestly I did bump on that. Now that you say it.
0: that, okay, but I was like, okay, that's a little dorky. But they they got killed in really cool ways. Um. Right. And then the only thing that I bumped on, but I just kind of excused it as, well, it's a horror movie, was the fact that his hand's rotting. And in the beginning of the movie, right. like, they're like a handsy couple. They're climbing all over each yep. other, always hugging yep. and kissing. Yep. And then this dude's hand is, like, I at frostbite. I
1: told you in the theater, like, art people would do that.
0: <laughs> well, no, but his wife would look at it. Like, if I came She's home. She's a person. Dude, that hand was rabbit There's no
1: Akira Kurosawa lost toes. She filming a movie. It the, turned black. His the wife
0: or the the, the girlfriend of the wife. She didn't even want to hear a horror story. Like she's she's grossed out by that I stuff. Mean, I mean,
1: I'm you. I could see bubbling out for sure. Their apartments clean. Now like I, yeah, <laughs> I could see Bubba. I mean, the paintings he's doing are awful. And the paintings the the art they went to go see was was horrifying. Yeah, but. Your hand don't look like that. <laughs> Your hand It is- was kind of a portrait of Dorian Grey too. I was fine. I mean, I was fine with it. I, I but I totally could see bumbling on it, for sure.
0: Um but I will say this, in terms of like how it looked, I thought it looked cool and I liked when uh, it's sort of like going up his uh side yeah. of his neck. Did you notice it kind of like it looked like honeycombs? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really, yeah. really and cool. There's touch. a
1: fear of that look. I, so that's, that's I
0: used that that used. as uh, like try of something because right. of the tea or something like that. But I remember people would take like the lotus like flower and like they were like photoshopping on like people's forearms and because it would be like a hole, but then there's like a seed in there. Yeah. And I remember when I first saw that, like it used to fucking wig me out yeah. dude like and they like, played with that a little, like even even cool. saying it now like my, i'm getting kind of like you know my head's starting to itch a little bit because i get a little uncomfortable not as much as i used to right. but i did i did think that the look of him with the the, honeycombs right. at the end looked really uh really
1: yeah cool. no i think the look of it was great and but the problem is the look of it was also a trick right because they took an ugly neighborhood and make it beautiful and you're telling me that's a beautiful film and they took an ugly film and now you have a beautiful film Everything is I'm, flipped. That's what I was right. Everything's flipped. And that's is what I what I was trying to say was basically the crux of this movie. If you had to first of all, the smartest things I've heard about this movie came from the director herself. So just go watch her interviews because she did amazing interviews about it. She's but but anyway, the the flipped part is the irony is the the real um, focal point of the movie is say my name. Right. So but his name's Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> so. And he's a he's a swarm. So there's Sherman, there's all kinds of name. They gave us all kinds of names of the history. You can't say his name. The the whole point of the movie we say his name, and you can't say his name. You would say Candyman,
0: right. which isn't his
1: name. It's not Anthony's name, right? So that's the thing is wow. right. Everything in this movie, nothing is. I need to watch it again
0: with that mindset. <laughs> right. of nothing is what it and is. And when you,
1: when he was painting stuff, he thought it was coming out great. <laughs> it was coming out terrible. I mean, <laughs> it might have been great for like in terms of art quality, but like in terms of people walking in the room being like, "Oh my god, you're losing your mind!" Right? Like, "Wow, you drew corpses." <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And I. That's the fascinating part to me is that nothing in this movie you can't quite get there. You can't quite get to the other shore. If you want to be a famous painter, the trade-off's too much. If you want to live in a nice place, the trade-off's too much. If you want to just live a simple, like, I'm a, just a guy who sits in a laundromat and reads, it's not enough. Like you mm-hmm. can't. Not, there's no path out of the traps of this film, right? And the, the price always has to get paid. The pound of flesh always has to be delivered. So that is the amazing shit to me, is this movie, but you you can't you won't see that until you sit with the movie right, right. Like, like because because it's all, it's like being in a maze where every turn is wrong
0: right? damn <laughs> there was a lot of um really good lines in the movie too there was i really I really thought the line they because we it was the one that we we were talking about when we walked to the car they they love what we make but they don't love us right right like that was like oh fuck dude like that that's, felt like meant yeah <laughs> right totally. and it made and it and it really like it, it kind of just said like what I think like a lot of people like, go through. Because, like, yeah. we, I, I've never, like, been discriminated. Like, like right. I've, I've been pulled over once, and they let me go. Right. Like, I just... As, he as, said, of he so said do you could... know what happened? I was like, yeah, I kind of, like, fudge that stuff. I was like, well, we're not going to ruin your... Like, I don't, go like, go right. through, like, hardships right. like that. And, right. I don't know, like, it, it, I thought that was just a really hard-hitting line.
1: Well, there's a lot of stuff like that in there. I'm curious what... So, I have a couple of questions for you, because I'm curious, first of all, what you made of the art critic character. Did you like that ARC? Did you...
0: Well, when I first saw her, I was like, "She's gonna die. (laughs) She's gonna die." Right, exactly.
1: Um, Did Did it feel like that could have just been cut altogether to you? Did you? No,
0: I liked. I, I. It's funny. We're sitting here talking about a movie, like giving like some criticism. Like, critics suck. Just kind of do, it. They kind of do right. you know? Yeah, well,
1: she was terrible. She
0: was, no she was awful, and she, and and the fact that she like was shitting on the art, and then all of a sudden, two people dying in there, and all. Oh, now it's interesting. Right. Like, oh, now, now, the, you know, the
1: body count goes, the more popular it gets. Yeah, right? well,
0: it's kind of it kind of reminds
1: you of like the news.
0: Like, I remember like I took a class. It was like I, it was like right after I got kicked out of film school. I was like, maybe I'll do like journalism or something like that. Oh no, communications. And then there was like a journalism class, mm-hmm. and like they talked about how. His last name is Rollins too, no relation. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he talked about how like, you know, a bridge collapsing with like six hundred people dying is gonna be on the news as opposed to like, you know, a car crash with like three fatalities, sure. like that that kind of that sure. kind of stuff. And you could see her like pulling off that kind of thing, like the higher the body count, the more important it's gonna be, yeah. or you know, the more attention you can get, the more well, attention
1: parasite.
0: Yeah, she was. A
1: Right, and that's right. It, it, right, like just buzzing around, sucking the blood out of things, like like an insect. Yeah, that's a great way. <laughs> yeah. to. Right. right, exactly. That's it. it was it uh, again? It's that, that's that the movie was is doing stuff. But um, I'm also really curious of what you thought about the brother or family. Well,
0: what did you think about the uh, well? The I mean, art the art critic. critic
1: thing. I feel like it has to be there for what I think the movie is trying to do with the whole like creator monster art. <laughs> like thing we've been talking about. I thought it was really well done in terms of. He was falling apart. So in the scene where he's in her like antiseptic, perfect loft apartment, Mm -hmm. art critic-y apartment with the coffee books. All the art books on there. I said like art criticism. (laughs) That's terrible. But uh, sitting on top of Karina Green, right? But I, the thing I really appreciated about it was, he was falling apart on the outside, but he was still desperately alive on the inside. She had died inside a long time ago. Mm. She was like a living corpse. She was just walking around like coldly doing stuff. You know, it was she's a weird character and I and I liked that that kind of like dichotomy that he still had something in a candle inside of him was hadn't gone out. Right. And she had been snuffed out so long ago. She
0: th- she was also one of the cooler kills in the film. Yes. Too.
1: And he got terrified on the way into that kill. Remember, he's he saw a shirt. Remember, he saw, oh, yeah and all that stuff. Like, Candyman himself is getting terrified of Candyman. I'm
0: telling you. That's a cool... I know. That's a cool thing. So, it.
1: I think she had to be there for that to happen. Like, so I think a lot of that was whatever. But, I yeah, I didn't bump on the character. What did you think of the family relationship and the and the brother and all that?
0: I thought it was fine. I didn't, you know, it wasn't like a standout thing, but I thought it did what it needed to do that it,
1: I I think I bumped a little bit on the first of all you just you said that someone on the internet described that as a comic relief character or something is that, that right or like there was like a
0: tweet talking about it like how they were like the sort of like relief yeah and I just kind re- of.
1: I, yeah I didn't like any of that and I didn't think there was enough I didn't think there was enough of the dad we got to confront dad's belongings. Some of that just felt chucked in. Yeah, they ran. Somehow. They
0: randomly we were like, "We have to deal with all of Dad's
1: stuff," and they like. And that didn't feel like it ever paid off unless I missed it. Like, I mean, I it paid, it paid, maybe it paid off plot wise, but it, like, it just didn't feel like it. felt like Why? What did we? What are we talking about? And then it was gone.
0: Like if you put a gun on my head right now, and you're like, "What was <laughs> right. the What was the Dad? That was the plot point. of the movie." Like, I've no, right. I have no idea.
1: And and you know, to to me, the, the only other thing is that it's, you know, in. In the the original Candyman, the ending was so heart poundingly terrifying. If if you came to it fresh, Mm -hmm. you're probably not gonna experience it like now. But if when you watch it tonight, but like in, in the in its time, it was so terrifying. And I don't feel like I feel like this was more of the personal shopper horror where it's going to be as scary maybe as the first one eventually but it's got to do it in that creeping yeah settle in with you invade your clothes with a scent and then next thing you know you're <laughs> anesthetized and in a coma kind of way
0: comparing it's it to weird. personal shopper is pretty interesting because in terms of like how it scares you because that's right. pretty equal and my and you know because they did the same thing for me like i was walking around the house probably by myself. Right. And I thought about personal shopper and was it like Caleb or whatever the brother's name is. I yeah. thought about that and I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, let's put the let's turn some lights on. <laughs> um, the other line yes. in the movie that I thought was really cool was when he shows his significant other the painting, and he was like, "What do you think of it?" And she was like, "It's kind of generic." She said, "Like you know, it's just okay." And he was like, "No, no, no. How does it make you feel?" Right. I was like, "Ooh." That's a good line. As, right. as a, I think a lot of creative people can, <laughs> can, can,
1: Right. She was like doing the, yeah, the intellectual review of it, and he was like, no, no, where does it hit you?
0: Yeah, because especially like now that I've been like recording like a lot more music, like, I'll, like I'll record something that like I think sounds good, and then I listen to it, and I'm like, I feel nothing, and I'm like, did I just waste like a half hour like, <laughs> like fucking with this track?
1: And well, then you, probably not. It's probably other people are gonna feel it. I don't know the musicians feel it necessarily.
0: That's well, amazing. I fucking felt it, and then I <laughs> tried some again. I was like, hey, this, 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 is oh, very, "This is very good." This is very good. I but I thought I thought like as a creative, like that's a line that like a lot of people like go through. Like you show right. someone something, you're because ex- there's a lot of times I've went to Alex excited to show right. her something, right. and then she looks at it and she doesn't like feel totally. you know you know feel it right. and. You know, not not to say that like you know she was wrong. Like there was probably a lot of shit that I showed her. I was like, yeah, it's probably missing a lot of right <laughs> heart. Anyway, right? Yeah, I, I just I just thought it creatively. But that, that was... caught that.
1: But that's what I'm saying is he gave a really empathetic performance for someone who's turning into a monster. Like you really got you when he was like sad, you felt sad, which a lot of horror actors don't pull off.
0: Well, the, the and the other reason I bring that up is I saw. Um, one, it was like the set, the other line of dialogue stuck with me, but I saw an interesting um, take on the Reddit film thing. Um, someone was talking about how a lot of people's criticism of the movie will be that they're really on the nose with like race relations right. and stuff like that. Right. It's and too preachy, is was the, that yeah? Was, and Twitter is
1: dumb. And
0: what say. this guy was saying was basically like, yeah, we get that. That's how it looks. It right. looks like that they're being preachy. But how does that make you feel? Right. How does it make you feel when you think about that happening to a certain group of people? Like, it's yeah, it's going to look obvious. But like when you when you see that and your brain processes what's happening to these individuals. Right. And every
1: fucking person who said that would come to my they live watch party. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, they so go. So, they pfft, totally so go fuck yourself. <laughs> it it with, the <laughs> with the glasses, with the glasses, with the glasses <laughs> that when they bought yeah. like a hot topic, yeah. you know, yeah.
0: put yeah. feeding their money, yeah, back exactly. into exactly, the, yeah.
1: Every single one, not one person would turn down my they live party. But I
0: show. thought, I thought that was a really uh, strong way to look at it. Is is you know, because I also one, of, also one of my favorite quotes. Is, I think it's Duke
1: Ellington. I think I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. um,
0: uh, he's who said if it sounds good it is good? I mean that probably sound, that sounds is, like a very jazzy <laughs> thing right, to so <laughs> say.
1: It was not Duke Ellington, it's Cap Calloway or whatever. Yeah. So
0: what what are the what are those dudes said that? Yeah. And I that that has always struck yeah. me. And, and and that reminded me. It, I felt like it was in the same vein of like how does it make you feel? Yeah. And I just think that's a really interesting thing to think of. I do too. When you think of, you know, stuff in the arts.
1: And I think it's telling that that it ca- that it caught you, but I think part of why it caught you is he has that tortured there's a way to act a part like that like my one of my oftentimes my favorite part, depending on my mood uh laura uh which i think is 1942 um dana andrews terrific actor now i
0: got the rocky horror song stuck in my head (laughs) oh
1: no he plays there's an actual theme song to laura like it's one of the most famous songs in all of movies like so now it's stuck in my head oh jesus but um the it's a pretty famous plot actually in terms of noirs because it's so it's so quietly twisted but this detective finds out about this person this this woman who this really intriguing woman who dies and she's there's a painting on the wall of her in her apartment of her of herself and he f- keeps investigating her. And the more he finds out about from her friends talking about her and her family talking, whatever, the more he falls in love with her, but she's dead. And he keeps going to her apartment, looking for clues and this paintings on the wall. And he keeps falling more in love with her. And then this guy walks in halfway through the movie and he's just there with like a, with a scotch in his hand, just looking at the painting. And he's like, you fall in love with a ghost. <laughs> but then she shows up because she's actually alive. Spoiler, I guess, for, for 1942. Um, and then she realizes that he fell in love with her as a dead person, and it's really creepy and kind of twisted, right? So I love, I. there's a, he he doesn't want to be falling in love with her, and he hates every step of the journey he's on, and his acting conveys that. And, and this same thing happens in Candyman. That Anthony character, I've so felt, for the things he was going through. And his lines hit me different because, because of how well that was being portrayed. I,
0: it actually makes me feel even more sad for him now that we're talking about it. Cause he, he goes to his significant other and Like, how does it make you feel? And I'm thinking about when the art critic is looking at his work and he's blabbering to her cause he's nervous. Yeah. And it makes me really sad because all he wants is for the critic to feel what he felt yeah. When coming up with this. And I think that's the hardest thing about art. And it's also one of the most beautiful things about it is if you can make people feel what you felt when creating this, right. you've done your job. Right. Or if you can make them feel something, you've done you've done your job. Right. But when people absolutely just shit on it, yeah. stomp on it and say they don't get it, that is a soul crushing fucking feeling. Right.
1: And, and right. And this movie didn't compromise. He did awful things in his relationship and trying to get famous and he was not a perfect Person, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like we were being presented like a every. It wasn't Jimmy Stewart's character in *It's Wonderful Life*. Like this person was flawed and had cracks, and he's us. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right? right. We're the we're we're in the hive. So I, I, yeah, I think I think the lines. But that's the thing is, you see what just happened to you. That I think that's what's best about this movie to me. Uh, of what I've caught so far is the fact that when you start thinking about it, it can come back to life in your head. It's yeah, like it's like Christine fixing herself in the headlights, coming back up and like we we're, we're talking about it. You're like, oh, yeah, there's this thing. And then remember, he was this. And then all of a sudden, yeah, like, I connected you're like in the movie again.
0: I right? connected a, like a Reddit comment with, yeah. with with like two different scenes. <laughs>
1: right. And it happened to you, but you were feeling it. You're like, I felt like, oh, I felt bad for this guy. You refelt it just now. I watched you do it. And that's that doesn't happen with most horror movies, though, except for like, I feel like how cool it was to watch this happen or, you know, like yeah. Um, loved
0: it wow damn I'm, I'm loving <laughs> the movie I'm loving the movie even more just like talking talking through Tanya. it and there was and, and honestly um, I'll say uh, with like more of the general consensus mm-hmm. from from what I've seen mm-hmm. uh, like I saw someone in our group today the Hollow Weekly group joining on Facebook where yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> we've, Please do join we've, join that swarm. We we've, we've curated it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've, I've got. We're getting even better, dude. I've gotten a lot of messages from people who are like, oh. "Why is it all thing?" And I gotta tell you guys. I ain't responding to none of y'all. <laughs> no, don't. I just don't give me. a shit. Complain to me. Complain to George. Go to George. I don't, g- George. I don't give a shit. I look at your comment and go, that sucks. <laughs> and then I I, just don't know.
1: I never get messages. How weird. They always message me, Why dude? is that? It's so weird. I don't I, know. I haven't gotten one message from that group. That's one so
0: One guy was like, I've brought friends. and f- I've probably brought 20 people. Just send
1: them to me. Oh well, I was like you come can, to me come like, to, if you're listening come to me but or you can leave I'll give a right, shit right, but, but, <laughs> like I don't care but that's the thing is you, you guys you have this is one of those things I, the weird side stop I don't know 10 seconds on this but just so you know you have no idea what you're being shielded from there's a the lot a lot of greta garbo nuclear sludge <laughs> of posts that would be in that if it was a free for all is just remarkable, and that's not. There are amazing contributions. Like I have, there's, pre- there's a lot. There are a lot of. I good have pre-approved so many people because they say so many interesting things or things I never would have heard of, or you know, like takes I, or just even like the fun. Like, oh yeah, that was a thing. But but behind that, behind that cream of the crop, like is <laughs> is just you have no idea. The tsunami of <laughs> bullshit that would be in that group, self promotion and oh, like a the million ho- like check out the my horror new- book club. The horror book oh club, it God. is
0: nothing of but right. authors being right. like, "Hey, I just wanted to post this thing here. If if not, but it is my book.
1: <laughs> like we're not perfect at it. We're not. We're we're not getting enough support on Patreon to spend nearly enough time to curate it the way we want to. So we're just doing the best we can. But just so you know. Like, we're trying to make it a better place for everyone by just setting up as pre approval. And I'll get better at it, but like, we need to. In the meantime, you're in a better group than you would be if I, there were no controls. We need
0: to do a parody of that song from Moana, You're Welcome.
1: But <laughs> right. we just list off
0: all the bullshit that right. got posted oh, that goodness. we shielded from. Or that they don't have to like look at her deal. I, like, I,
1: I cleared it all out the other day and I woke up and it was like 640 pending posts. And Dude, yeah. Like, oh. It's a lot. Um like, what
0: the? But one of the posts I went through was a review for the movie. And I think we have a good mixes people I, we do have a good like a hardcore group but we always talk about the 80s horror fans who say nothing I mean, we talk ad nauseum about that
1: um, some of them are really fucking smart and i appreciate their closed-minded genius with their focused obsessive point i just don't like when they reject everything else out of hand when I, they talk about what they're experts on i'm good with but it.
0: there was one review and i maybe i can pull it up while, yeah. I, while i while i talk um who pretty much felt slightly above middle of the road about the movie and i was really surprised To see that, I thought a lot of people. uh Oh, RC Martin, happy birthday, and Mr. Birthday, (laughs) great, great, great (laughs) contributor to the to the group. I mean, literally the best. Um, yeah. Whenever, whenever, like, Martin, if you're listening, he he was watching something the other day and he posted about, and I was like, oh, I
1: want to check that out. (laughs) He was my very first pre approval of the the whole group, except for like admins.
0: Um. Anyway, I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll figure who who posted yeah, it. Yeah, but it's,
1: you're right. I th- you're, that was that's heartening to see.
0: But yeah, it was it was a good one. They were like, did I like the movie? I liked it. I, just, think I saw. I this liked one. it. It was a big. It was a big long review. Yeah, and I it think was,
1: he said, you know, not as good as the original, but yeah. it never was gonna be. I read that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was a really good. It was re- a sane
1: take. <laughs> yes,
0: it was. It was a sane right. take with. A, I didn't agree with some but it was a sane take. But I but I I, I like being able to see like that the, this mm-hmm. movie. I, right, I, but I think can I
1: tell you something just honestly from yeah. the heart? I would rather see that same take that I 80% disagree with as a post in that group than a thousand, like, oh my God, you know, guys, did you see that, you know, they're, they're, they're Rob Zombie's doing the Monsters? What a shit show. Like, you know, fucking... Like kill me, like I mean, there are, there are like a hundred posts written like that that we we had to screen out, and then there's this same take about this, and I'd rather be, I'd rather disagree with it, yeah, like and oh, have it thought I, through. I read the whole review, right. like, Whoever you are, and I'll figure out who it is. I read your whole review, right, exactly. and, and I
0: thought it, I thought it was, I thought it was a great take that Total. that you know the way you experienced the film, and I thought you 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 written, you wrote it very nicely and it got like a hundred likes in the group yeah. like people were really resonating with it
1: just so you know the secret to get pre-approval in this Facebook group I'll just give you this here now yeah, here it is Here's the just sauce. come with the first post and have the first post say anything even remotely thoughtful good or bad that isn't a blanket statement and or a very grainy <laughs> image <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like where they find those postage stamp sized thumbnails and think that it's a real picture. <laughs> like but you're, you're just anything. I mean, even if, like you could say, the post could literally be, I 100% disagree with everything you guys just said on this podcast, and here's why. And you will automatically I would, get pre approval. I'd read it. <laughs> You'll get pre approval over anything that is opposed that comes at us, and it's like, Chucky's the best killer ever, and nobody else, everyone else sucks. You're never getting pre-approval. No, no, <laughs> so,
0: sorry. Well, that was one of our missions when we first did it. Was like if we would like tell people when they said a movie sucks, we would just be like, "Explain yourself." Yes,
1: totally <laughs> open to the fact that it sucks, but
0: yeah, but you got reasons. Put a little, put a little polish on. it. <laughs> put a little English on there. See, see if we can uh, agree with you somewhere.
1: Well, but what's really cool is at the end of this is someone who really just hadn't seen a lot of Candyman, but just absorbed it, really liked the movie. Someone who loves Clive Barker and watched all the Candyman's, isn't an obsessive by any means, trust me, with Candyman or, or nearly as knowledgeable as a lot of the horror fans I've seen about it, but read John Townsend's book. By the way, can I recommend John Townsend, who's done interviews on this podcast? We should have him back on the show. D- there's an amazing series called Devil's Advocates. They do incredible work of, of, of books about, you know, the movies we all love. And he wrote their, their entry for Candyman and his... He had he had all kinds of takes and all kinds of background on it, like whatever. But his 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 one of his he does a great thing on censorship, which is his topic of ex- expertise, right? And but he also does a lot of things about class and opportunity and just incredible like writing in there. But he does it on the the ninety two Candyman. Anyway, the as someone who loves the franchise for the great things that it's done, I also love the movie. So the fact that there's a consensus. And the fact that there's people in the group where normally people come out and be like, "Never as good as original," and they're like doing sane takes about it. This is all good signs for the world. Yeah. Candyman, you made the world a better place,
0: and you were critically uh, reviewed well. So maybe you won't get slaughtered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, yes, at, babe, your, at your at your That's you know high fancy high rise. <laughs>
0: um well that's that's pretty much it that's what we i mean there's i don't know what else to add yeah, to that review except for
1: let us know what you think about the new one the old one the franchise clive barker philip fill, glass halloween whatever
0: uh like. <laughs> here's here's okay i have a i have a plea also we had a review that i don't think i got to acknowledge on oh. the show last time All and right. let me just check this real quick here i Okay, blah, 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 Getting to like the main page of your reviews is kind of difficult. Oh,
1: yeah. It's an Apple thing, so we're going to be here for five minutes. Let no, I'm here time. now. We had a July 1st
0: uh, oh. uh, review. and and uh, We missed acknowledging that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, we were talking about... <laughs> this is, i got to pay attention to this more We were talking about uh, going ghost hunting, and one of the reviewers has went ghost hunting the coolest... Uh, okay, Therminator. Terminator. Eighty six, uh, I've been uh, to a couple haunted locations. The coolest one I've been to is fun. okay. Anyway, you guys can go read it on. It's on there. That's a, great, That's a good one. My plea, though. Yeah. First of all, thank you, for, thank you for the review. I,
1: by the way, before you do your plea, I want a review from an actual ghost. Now you got me hungry. So if you're a ghost, if you've passed away well, here, and you're listening, here's here's wait, here's. Please leave us.
0: I can any review I can do you one better. I can I can I'm gonna yeah. make a I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a plea sandwich combo. Let's do it, Mambo Jumbo Here, you ready for Let's this? Let's do it. Okay, we are at forty-nine reviews. We are one away from fifty. God damn it. We're I very hate non-round numbers. Uh, we are <laughs> very close Yes. to fifty. Yes, one of one. And Couldn't I, be close I, I see, I see <laughs> the numbers. We got, we have <laughs> listeners.
1: Yes. All right.
0: We, I want to hit fifty.
1: We have listeners. We, we don't have episodes. That's that's uh, been the problem. Well, we did take a little. <laughs> we, did, we did take a little hiatus during COVID. <laughs> but we are bang, We're back.
0: We're yeah. back. Um. I'll make it simple. Yes, you don't have to write anything thoughtful. Okay, just go there, hit five me. stars. You're me already. Go there, hit five stars mm-hmm. on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, comment, Candyman five times in the uh, mirror. I just want to see if, if you say yeah, it with yeah. your fingers. Is does it count? No. No.
1: No. Just typing it out doesn't count. But type
0: it out and say it in the mirror. And let us know, because then, then if you do die, then you are a ghost. You can follow up your review, which hits oh, your thing. Oh yeah! Oh, and then you can say you You can you can see that's your you your full yes. circle. You are so yes. Fucking you can good. you can yeah. you can then give us another review yes. that says, guys, I'm a ghost. I totally. hate it here, and then we'll do some sort of totally. exorcism thing, and then we'll bring you back, and then uh, right. we'll make a big thing, and out maybe.
1: Of it. As a ghost you've joined all your relatives, they can all do reviews. Unless your relatives hate you. you. Yeah. And then we well, right, right. It's true. But that, all that works out on the other well, side. Well
0: they are so. making they are they are gonna make The Exorcist the Rebooting The Exorcist as like a trilogy. They're putting like a fuck ton of money behind it. Okay. And those movies always get haunted. That's true. And so what we'll do is is we'll talk to the people, the production company making and we'll say, Hey, we know a guy Right. Who would love to fuck with your set? Yep, yeah. and so basically yeah,
1: this guy gave us a five star review and he's dead. So we'll send. And you he's away. dead.
0: So yeah, while you guys go have lunch, he'll light shit on so, fire, yeah, yeah, for sure. and you can. We basically we're employing the dead.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, opportunity balance. <laughs> it goes to the economy. <laughs>